Right, well, I, I appreciate you doing this with me, mate. Um, I know we're, I know we we're supposed to do it in person, but uh, circumstances have dictated otherwise, which is fun, of course. How's, uh, how's everything going with that? Yeah, fine. I mean, the only thing that Amy's got is a. Um, she's never really got the lack of taste um, and lack of smell. Yeah. Beyond that, um, nothing. Absolutely fine. I mean, like me and Dad the same. I mean, I'm a bit sniffly, but I've been sniffly for. Yeah. I don't know, two weeks now. It's getting into cold season anyway. Yeah, most to be expected. That's how you do it. But I'm, I'm, I'm you know. Keep myself nice and good. I've got a vitamin C right here, very good. I've had uh, two lem sips today. One's strepsils with that shirt. One's tangerine, so it's probably got some vitamin C in it as well. <laughs> brew, brew dog vitamin C drink, that's how you do it. Yeah. I thought I'd get it, I thought I'd get the perfect balance of health, or perfect cocktail for health. So I've got vitamin C drink, I've got a GNT, and then <laughs> my uh, my decaf. There you go. You no, nice, nice. All at once. I thought you got. That's how you got to do it, mate. Yeah. That, that is the. Um, that's what doctors are prescribing these days. You know, it just uh, allows for health. Just like, has it all in a blender and just drink up. Yeah, I don't know if you do it cold or hot. Probably cold because you can do a cold coffee, not a hot gin. I mean, I've never heard of someone trying hot gin. Wait, I'd, you can have. I mean, it doesn't sound pleasant, but. <laughs> we should try. We should try at some point. So, but, but I think I think we need to change definitions. So instead of being a, a hot gin, we should do a mulch gin. I think it will do the trick. Yeah, I th or, or do it with like fruit gin, like uh, damson gin or something. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like the um, flavored ones. Well, I went through a point of trying pink gin and all that other stuff. Is pink is pink gin like a berry one? I thought it was just colored pink. No, nah, well, I think to be fair, I think there's different. Um, Different variations of that. So I think some of them probably are just a colouring, and some of them are a flavour. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, beyond just oh, that's not comfortable. Beyond just you know regular gin, I just it, it, the flavour doesn't really interest me. Yeah, I prefer going for like flavoured tonics. It's yes. Like... All right. What's a favourite tonic for you then, sir? Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd like a sort of a classic elderflower. pretty good. Very good choice. I like that. I like that. I much prefer gin with a and with a cucumber to, to lemon. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah, I don't know what it is about that because cu cucumbers just like a basically a green water stick, really, because it's yeah. just there's nothing else to it but water, a, really. A flavoursome green water stick. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, it's not even flavour; it's flavourless, pretty much, because it's just oh. it just tastes like it tastes like hydration. Tastes like hydration. I don't know if I'd call a, a cucumber flavourless. That's a bold statement. All right, all right. <laughs> To all of us out here, as part, we this is now a culinary experience. Henry, give us your rundown of the flavours. I, I right? don't know what I don't know what I'd, des I'd describe it as cucumbery. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I I can't I can't. Uh, you sure that's not just the texture you're thinking of as opposed to the flavour? I, I would have d described the texture more as watery than uh, than the okay. flavour. Okay. It's like. It's like biting into a, a glass of ice cold tap water. Yeah, there you go, there you go. But water itself doesn't have a flavour. Water is just what it is. Maybe all water comes from cucumbers. <laughs> Maybe. Or it comes from all celery, because that's another vegetable where you've got um, 
a, uh, a, d- a distinct amount of uh, water made up of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd put cucumber in soup, though. I would put celery in soup. It's a good question. Yeah, because celery you can cook, or you can have it hot. Cucumber you wouldn't do, do either of those. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's worth thinking about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hot cucumbers. Hot gin, hot cucumber. Maybe that's the key. Maybe, yeah, maybe that is the cure to long life or something that no one's ever tried before yet. Have you ever, have you ever seen a, a Two Changes show on, um, what was oh, on Vice? Oh, the really expensive shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever uh, seen the water one? I don't know if I've seen the water one. I've seen the one where he's like, goes, goes around and gets like ridiculously expensive cats. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, that's good. Yeah, it's something, something like that. But, yeah. yeah. I can't, just like some Bengal kittens that cost like stupid amounts of money. I can't even remember. Oh god! What am I thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking. What am I thinking of? It's going to be. Oh yeah, so it's the water one. So he um, it's him, and he's got a special guest is Diplo. I thought it was quite cool. Um, and they're trying this water, and it's like. Sorry, that fizzed. What the hell is that fizzed over? Oh, right. It sounds like you're just pouring a tap right there. Mm. I'll clear that up in a moment. Continue, sorry. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you need a minute, mate? I can always edit shit out. It's uh, all good. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to grab some... Uh, some... All right, go. go for it. Well, I nearly pulled my laptop off in the process of doing that. Oh, mate, you're doing well. You don't want to break your work laptop, do you? So if, while we're waiting for uh, Henry, I don't know what he's done there, whether that's a pause or what. While I'm waiting for him, uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's called uh, Most Expensive as Shit uh, with two chains. And he has um, a lot of, well, it's a clue in the title. We have some pretty special, um, pretty cool guest songs. There's like Hannibal Buress, Tommy Tommy Chong, uh, yeah, Diplo, poor connection. Um, Tony Hawk, whatever. Oh, Henry's call was cut out. Wait till that come back. Don't know if that was me or you. Uh, it definitely wasn't me. Interesting. Well, let us continue. So, uh, <laughs> as I was saying to all the listeners at home, um, yeah, so they've got a, um, a diplo on it, and there was this guy who was uh, has the world's most expensive uh, water bottle, and it was $100,000 for this bottle. And so the bottle comes in like a bulletproof case, um, the lid is uh, 56 um, 24 karat diamonds is the lid um, and the water is handmade in a lab um, for each individual molecule they somehow generate it and it's made from like the water um, the aspects of it are come from like glaciers somewhere um, but they drink it and they're like oh there's some flavor in this why is it really fruity and they're like there's no flavoring whatsoever it's just the combination of molecules <laughs> That they've taken from different places that are genetically made have given it flavour. Just the, the the taste of pure water. Right. Pure water is actually all the fruit in one. <laughs> that could be it. Maybe water is the same thing as uh, the it's, colour, because I'm uh, going to get attacked for this, of white or black. It's like all of them in one. That's Maybe that's why uh, I didn't taste them anything. Okay, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a thought. <laughs> Here's a thought. <laughs> We're doing well. Uh, uh, 
apologise, I'm terribly awkward over uh, video calls. Yeah, whatever, mate, don't matter. Just keep drinking, you'll, you'll, you'll feel better in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to... Do you, want to, do you want me to wait while you drink like four or five of them? That's all good. That's all good. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll open the next one now so we don't have a disaster in a minute. Well, if we do have a disaster, we can sort it out now. Oh, Jesus Christ, calm down. <laughs> I opened it and it didn't do anything for about 10 seconds and then just exploded. So I was, I was listening. A, it's a I was waiting to see if I could hear anything. It's a gentle explosion. <laughs> yeah, you can't really uh, describe normal explosions like that. I have a gentle one. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, uh, bulletproof, uh, bulletproof water bottle case. Was a, uh, was that for like? Does that just because they can? Oh yeah. Or is it, oh yeah. Okay. For sure. It's not not for hydration in battlefields. No, I mean, I mean that would be useful, but imagine how expensive that'd be. You'd be blowing the budget, like every time you went out on it. Just just you know, on exercise, they'd be like, oh, we, we, look, we we damaged two of them, or even damaged, just we used two of them. I was like, great, that's two hundred grand. You're like, what? <laughs> Could have bought a tank. Yeah, that you know. To be fair, that actually would be pretty pretty useful. Just like, look at this. Are you hydrated forever? How's that gonna help us? Watch, you're just running out with it running by your head. You just get <laughs> just bullets bouncing off the case. Diamonds shattering everywhere. Yeah. Well, okay, so you've got the case. So obviously it's a typical like, bulletproof briefcase. And then you've got the bottle inside it with the uh, diamond cap on. So it's like um it's not lead line, what's the thing I'm looking for? What's the material that they have like inside of cases to protect it? Like you've got a microphone stuff or whatever. Oh, Styrof styrofoam? Not styrofoam. I don't know. Polyethylene? Some some form of foam, whatever. Yeah, some sort of foam case or whatever. So you'd have that in it, and that um, so that's obviously you protect it. Like a sort it. of pelican case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't envision what I can't believe we've got to talk into case linings. <laughs> Henry is free flowing, my friend. That's why you don't you never need to pre prepare anything. It's absolutely free flowing. We um I like it. Uh, today, okay, just so you know, we um we got a new bed, got a new table, put some more shit in because Dad's moved in. Mm. So we had to move out the old bed from up here, smash up the old table because that was you know the table we used last week. Yeah, that's basically I turned it over and one of the legs was basically hanging on by like a screw. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit! So we basically could have gone horrendously wrong one dinner time. It could. It could have, or it could have been, you know, horrendously badly during uh, one of the podcasts, because then it just was gone. I'll get all of your equipment just yeah. into a, a pile oh, in the middle. Oh, man. And, you know, because normally we're juggling, we've all, we've all at least got two drinks, so, you know. <laughs> oh, that's I, what you, you, you jest, but I uh, I tried to move my desk the other week, and it's, mm -hmm. on, it's on trestle tables, so um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I like shunted the trestles along and then shunted the desk along a bit and I went just a little bit too far and uh, yeah one end went off one trestle and I had uh, this microphone mm. uh, I had this MacBook yeah I had this, uh, this I don't know if you can see this monitor and I'm just making a oh, mess yeah. now um, I like I like uh, my it. camera. Yeah. My ridiculous keyboard and mouse. Um, and uh, yeah, just 
and a cup of tea that just went into all of it. I say you did. Like there was more tea in the in the pot than uh, than there was when I was trying to drink it, just because <laughs> I spilled it. Yeah. Oh, Henry. Why, yeah. why were you trying to move it? Oh, just shifting my room around. Fair enough. So. I did that. When did I do that? Two days ago? Yeah, I did it on Saturday. Mm. I don't know. Just like a bit of a change. Yeah. Well, it's got to be done. I mean, I, I've... Because um, when I moved in here, there was a... So you haven't seen um, my bedroom. So I basically moved from my room mm. to the bigger one. Um, so I've got a bit more space. Yeah. And um, so the desk is right by the bed, which is behind me here. Uh, no, so the desk was at the foot of the bed and the bookcases were over here. Yeah. So I brought in my bookcase, put them there, and it was like, I'm sure I can get there. You space have all this. So I just turned it around, put it, so the desk is now here, and the bookcases are over there now. And I think it's taken up... I don't know, I feel like it is a bed in your space, because I've got more space between the bed and the bookcase than I did between that and the desk. And the, the chair's not in the way anymore. I feel like it is, yeah. but we'll have to see. But I think I think, it's, I think it's a better look anyway because otherwise I've got, you know, if I had this down there, I'd have the like my pillows and stuff in the background, which I don't think is particularly, you know, yeah. professional. Whereas this, you just kind of see the edge of it. Oh, my, my problem is plants. I can't stop buying plants, like the giant oh. cactuses and dragon trees. Not and a bad stuff. thing. It's not, not a bad, bad thing until friend. you can't move for them. Right. Well, you know, there is that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more their room than mine. The how many? Uh, I'm just the caretaker. How many, ca how many cacti do you have? You're the gardener of the house. Cacti, not not like tons. Succulents mm. in total, I have. Three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, I don't know, maybe like twelve. Whoa. Um, one of them's a mighty fucker. Um, how big so, we talking? Uh, I don't know, like yay, yay, tall. Bigger than my head. That's pretty big. Yeah. Hmm. So. Oh, there we go. Another one. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, and, uh, peace lily, a dragon tree. Some tradescantias, some spider plants. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So, I need so who's more. the who's the uh, who's the gardener and the acquirer of, of said items? Is it you? Me, me. Yeah, I keep, okay. keep buying them. And, okay. uh, my mum's the gardener in the garden. I'm the indoor gardener. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Well, you got to have your own spaces, you know. Things you've got to be responsible for. Yeah. Hey, that one didn't go over. What have, um, what have you been up to today, then, mate? Oh, just boring work shit. Yeah? Uh, yeah, what was I doing today? I can't even remember it was that dull. That's right, you had this to look forward to, mate. Yeah. Do something a little bit different. You get to you get to showcase off how well you open cans. That's an impressive skill, by the way. Well, I mean, it is when you do it well. Uh, uh, you do it, hey, for entertainment value, mate. You do it the best out of anyone I know. I shake them first. That's the trick. Not yet. Oh, you, yeah, you do it on purpose. You have got to add value to these things, you know. There you go. There's uh, there's, there's something I did today. I uh, I began the journey of building my next my next woodworking project. Well, uh, oh, good. What have you got? What's your plan? I'm building a bedside table. Have some uh, some cherry. So far, I've made a flat slab. Not so very hard you... when you start out with a fat flat slab. So do you just pick it up and go? Well, I, I cut it. I, I cut it into three and stuck them side by side. Oh, okay. So there we go. That's yeah. good. That's good. What are you um? 
was gonna say, well, how are you? How are you doing this? Are you literally going? Are you just ordering certain already pre pre cut stuff or? Yeah, so I, I was going to. Well, I, I hope to still go, but um, there's a like a woodworking, not woodworking, wood, wood well, like reclaimed wood shop in Oxford. Mm. Um, so I prefer to buy stuff from there because it's mm -hmm. nice to like uh, reuse old mm -hmm. offcuts and stuff. But yeah, yeah. the main trouble I'm finding with that is that I don't have the tools to make shit flat. And making shit flat is okay. the hardest part of woodworking. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. very easy to make something all over the place. And, yeah, yeah, uh, fair enough. Especially when you don't have the space. And I don't have the space, mm. and I would piss my neighbours off if I bought the tools to uh, flatten big slabs of wood. Uh, ah, which is a lot of noise. Yeah. It's, it's, mm. yeah. Um, so I've been... Uh, the last thing, the last order of wood I did was from... It's a place called Timber Source. Mm -hmm. I just bought a load of cherry wood and ash wood, and uh, yeah. So, that, do you, do how do they sell it? Is it like by length, by weight? Uh, you, so you, um, uh, they stock different thicknesses of wood, and you, um, mm -hmm. you say, I want like some wood that is this thick and this wide and this long, and if they stock it very close to that, like mm -hmm. under that one of the thicknesses that they stock, then it will be cheaper for you to like get it because they can just put it through a planer and take mm -hmm. two millimetres off or whatever and then cut it down to size for you. Yeah. Mm. Or if you order something really, really thick, like, I don't know, the thickness of a tree, then mm. they have to stick it together out of multiple pieces. So that's an extra cost. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, what the hell would you be making out of that? Something that thick? I, I don't know. But like something like, I don't know, a table leg. So something okay, um, got you. Yeah. like, I don't know, like 90 mil thick or something. A lot of wood doesn't mm -hmm. come that thick because they mill boards mm -hmm. to like... 60 mil thick or something. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been an interesting world that I've got into over, uh, over lockdown. How, I was saying, how long, when did you start doing it? Mm. I've always wanted to be able to, I actually started before lockdown. Yeah. Because um, I, so my granddad was not a botanist, but uh, his, uh, I think what he called himself, or people called him, was a, a tree psychologist. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And uh, so he, he was, um, he used to do stuff with like tropical rainforests mm. and uh, stuff like that. And uh, I've just always sort of had a little bit of a thing for sort of building things and, and building things that would kind of sort of came naturally as a yeah. thing out of the family. And yeah, just started. I started by buying some uh, some random thing, random like offcuts of wood on on eBay, mm. realizing I didn't have the tools to to do anything proper with it, and mm -hmm. buying more tools, and then realizing I needed to buy more wood to do stuff with the tools I bought, okay. and then vice versa, and it keeps flipping back and forth. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's how much that's how that started, and now I'm just sort of searching for projects to do that mm. aren't too complex. Uh, I don't know. I'm still amateur, but I'm getting better. Well, mate, I mean, you, the, uh, I mean, you've been making stuff for years. I mean, I remember for my twentieth or twenty-first, you gave me uh, these three printed Pokemon characters. Oh, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, so I've got, so I've got one somewhere. You gave me Bulbasaur and Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> well, well. Yeah, they're in a box right there somewhere. I've probably still got Charmander somewhere else. I have them cool. on my, uh, on my cupboard. That's a that's a cool one to make. Yeah. You can make Charmander. Oh, I was going to give you Charmander, Charmander. his tail came off. 
Oh, fair enough. Shower side would be quite cool. Hmm. How does it work with 3D? Have you still got a 3D printer or do you just uh, have access at the time? I've lent it to a friend at the moment, but um, it's oh, still okay. technically owned one. Um, yeah, they just sort of. Yeah, I got bored one day and bought one. It was the, the most annoying part about it was uh, it came with like this annoying film wrap on it. It took me half a day mm -hmm. to assemble it. And half a day to just go around, like you know, like taking oh, yeah, like yeah. barcode labels off, and they tear halfway. Oh, it was that with about a hundred bits of plastic. What? Why? Yeah, because it came flat pack from China. A flat pack three D printer? Fucking hell! Mm. Okay, most of them come flat pack, um, unless you buy like a really expensive one. That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought. I guess it's just my ignorance. I wouldn't have thought a a. I want to say it's machine, but there's another, a better word for it in my head. I wouldn't have thought something like that would come flat pack. I would have thought it would come like ready made, like you don't get a flat pack printer or something. So the, the cheaper ones are made out of just like solid acrylic. Um, mm. So they just mill them on a CNC machine out of flat bits. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And to make it cheaper, they don't go through the assembly cost. So they just is, ship it to you. What does CNC stand for on a CNC machine? Computer numerical control. Um, so okay. coordinates basically. It's just a machine that oh, takes fine. coordinates. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've been hearing it as C ampersand C. Oh, okay. No, C, 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 N, C. Yeah. Got ya, got ya. Canuck. Yeah, got ya. Canuck. <laughs> as opposed to Kanduka. Kanduka. Okay. that's how you do it. Well, that is cool. I mean, that, that's what stuff is always interesting to me. I, mean, I, I guess because, like, the only stuff I've ever done is I've had to, like, move furniture or. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, move furniture, build climbing frames, take apart, um, uh, like, built-in pull-up bars, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I've never, I've never made anything from scratch. I mean, the biggest extent I've done is I made an IKEA desk the other week. That's the, probably the closest I get. Oh, uh, the, the latest thing, like, I don't know if you want to get into making something more complex, there's loads of kits out there. Mm -hmm. um, so the latest one I've been looking at is a, it's a kit for building a psycho-movement watch. Um Okay, but they're a little they're a little bit pricey, but um, it's tempting because it comes with, it's a it's actually a Chinese kit that comes with like a watch building sort of pouch with all the tools you need and like a sort of yeah. special thing to hold the movement while you're putting things together. It's sort of fairly assembled, I think. Mm. Like the movements, you're not putting like cogs and stuff together, um, but uh, yeah, they're sort of like range from two to five hundred pounds for like a sort of watch kit. Which looks kind of okay. kind of like a fun thing to build. But, mm. um, so mm. yeah. So how do you describe it? A say a psycho. Psycho. S S. You know the brand S E I K O. Oh, yeah. is it psycho? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. pronounced psycho. psycho. Yeah, it could be right. I don't, um, I don't know. Yeah, I know the one though. Although I've just realised what I didn't even make the connection between that and the other word psycho. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, That'd be a cool brand because I thought you meant like. Um, is it Dynamo, where it all moves mm. by um, minimal like, intervals? Yeah, yeah, by like you, your, yeah. your movement. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the watch has got a different term, but yeah, it's something like that, yeah. Um, there's psycho movement ones and there's something else. But, um, they're like the two main ones, I think. But, um, so is that just the brand name, or is there psycho movement a particular way the watch works? Yeah, I think it's a style of movement. So like, it's okay. not necessarily... So psycho make their own watches as well, I think. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a sort of it's a type of movement that other companies use as well. Mm. I, I'm guessing from very brief uh, interaction with uh, 
having a, having a look. But yeah. Oh, that's cool. That is interesting. I've made from that. So I've got a, I've got a watch that is um I bought off a, one of one of the guys I used to work with. Um, yeah. and it's. It's a, it's either a very convincing fake or he's an idiot because I bought it off him for like twenty quid. And I looked it up online and a real one's like thirteen hundred pounds. <laughs> so, but but it's, it's heavy as shit. But anyway, the back of it, um, if you look at the back, it's an open face. Well, I'm sorry, a clear face, and it it's got. Uh, whenever you move the watch or tilt it, it, different aspects of it swing. Oh, that's cool. It's like a pen, it's like a pendulum in it. Um, but if I don't wear it for like two days, it will just stop, and then I've got to wear it again, and like. Just like shake my arm around, oh, okay. and it'll recharge it, and then the more I wear it, the longer it goes for. Hmm. But it will just it will just stop. I went ages without wearing um, like a uh, analog watch, and it was stopped at like um, what did it stop at? It stopped at like I, I put it on again in uh, March, and it stopped at like November the fourth. <laughs> Some of the weird shit you find with watches. I I really like this watch, but. They've, it has the weirdest feature that uh, that anyone's ever put in a watch ever. Like, yeah, yeah. I can guarantee, which is it smells of vanilla. What they made? Really? They scented the the watch strap with vanilla. Okay, it, it, interesting. It, it's not unpleasant. Like, but it's it, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Did they do it as an, an intentional intentional selling point, or does it just happen to be like that? I'd have to look it up. I didn't. I don't recall seeing anything saying makes you waft of vanilla. Vanilla watch, yeah. That'd be nice if it was like a um. Oh, what were those old um? Not um. What those little sweets we had? That'd be a little bottle about this big, and it'd have a like a plastic sphere in it, and you'd shake it, and you'd, you'd turn it around, and it'd get different flavors on it. It's like a, it's like a, it wasn't like a brain liquor or something, but something like that. Brain liquors were the ones that was just a, a just cylinder a of fluid that had a ball yeah. on you just lick. And yeah, that's just... what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like sour, sugary water. Yeah, so the amount of shit we used to eat, fucking hell. Brain, brain liquors, uh, uh, fruit wine gums. No. Uh, fruit no. winders. Winders, yeah. They were, I love winders. That's and it awesome. had the cartoon on it underneath the... Yeah, uh, underneath yeah, the... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of those was good. Oh, uh, uh, Timeout uh, bars. Ju- Timeout. They were like kind of like a flake, but like better than a flake. I see. I think the only thing I know from that is um, a twelve. Because I think a twelve is better than a flake. Because mm-hmm. it's the same thing, but you've got solid chocolate on the outside. Or isn't there a thing? There was like a flake dipped at one point, which was the same yeah, as a twelve. It, oh, it was the same. It thing. was yeah, just yeah, the same yeah. as a twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, flake flake was flake was monstrous at one point in time. It was just that was that was the chocolate to get. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know if I prefer sweets or chocolate. I'm, uh, I flip flop between the two over the years. I'm gonna say chocolate has the edge just because there's more flavour to it. Whereas sweets, it doesn't matter what sweet you get, it's just. Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> True. It's just diabetes. Whereas like chocolate, you're like, oh, that's a good, that's a good bar of chocolate. Yeah, actually, some like cocoa flavour, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm. Uh, I need to stop you just for a second. I'm 
gonna dash to the bathroom if that's all right. <laughs> you're doing well. Your blood is uh, yeah. your blood is having a bit of a, a bit of challenge there, mate. I like yeah. it. Go on. Drunk too much beer. <laughs> Apologies. That's all good, mate. Don't worry about it. That was that was trippy because all I was, I was looking at your screen and all I saw was this bookcase like move by itself. I was like, has he got a bookcase for a door? And it's that's no, just a big mirror you got on the back of the door. No, no, it's a secret door, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love a secret door. Maybe I should do that. You know what? Well, I could, could do that. I could put my bookcase on wheels. Yeah. And then like attach it to the door and put a door handle on the bookcase instead and have the whole thing swing out. Or what? You, or Instead of a door handle, you've got a book by itself, so you've got the spine, yeah. which you can make wherever it is, and then just have a space next to it, cut a hot cut a groove in the book, and the book itself is the door handle. That could that could be cool. Oh, give me ideas. I've got, I've got an entire folder on my uh, on my phone of like secret um of secret bookcases and secret rooms. It is so awesome. It's so awesome, and a lot of them look really easy to do as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that's that something I properly like. My my dream is to build my own house, and yeah. the the sort of main feature that I want. Actually, there's, there's like two main features I want. One is a like a really nice like kitchen island with like everything in, and another is like a wall, but like one of those ones with like ladders. Like the entire wall is a bookcase. Mm. And yeah, just like movable ladders, uh, definitely, and just like properly, nicely organised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a a family friend as a as a kid who um, they had like they bought this really old house at like an auction and just did it up over the years. Mm. And uh, the house had four or five floors. Every, I don't know a room that didn't have a bookcase. That's cool. There must have been at least three to five thousand books in that house. Wow. That was just, it was heaven any time we went there. That was a, actually I'm probably quickly, uh, quickly playing one of my, my favourite books from that house. Yeah, yeah. Fuck out how many books I've got. I have Alice in Wonderland with uh, original illustrations. Oh, I remember you showing me that. Uh, this one's actually uh, actually my great grandfather's book from the thirties, which is called a flower pocket for the uh, a flower book for the pocket. Uh, is it? Please tell me it's about flowers. It is about it is about flowers. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, cool, that's fine. With like original illustrations of flowers and stuff. Um, when was that from? Uh, it was given to my great grandfather in 1935. Wow. Wow. Yeah, 35. So are the illustrate? Is, uh, is that hand? Uh, originally that hand, hand drawn, pictures? and then I believe some form of print on that. Oh, okay, cool. Um, That'd be amazing to just like last ninety years. I do have. I can probably go and get that in a moment. Um, I have my. I don't know. I can't remember if it's the same um, grandfather. His yeah, no, uh, his um, World War Two diary. Um, yeah, get it, mate. And then, you can find uh, it. It's awesome. This is a. 
also. Yes, good hop. man. Well, what, 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 when was Hobbit. that issue? That, that's the 60s, but uh, it's still that's... really cool. 60s. I went through a deep dive on this um, a while back because I was on a, I was on a, uh, a call with Shaq and he was like, oh, I remember the, the best bookshop I ever went to is where he bought his copy of The Silmarillion. Mm. And um, so he was like, he was like, I was like, oh, okay, like what year is it? When did you buy it? He was like, oh, it's, you know, this year or whatever. So I was really looking it up. I was like, Shaq, has it got this? He was like, yeah. I was like, has it got this? He was like, yeah. I was like, Shaq, that's a fucking first edition Silmarillion you got there. He was like, oh shit, really? I looked it up. It's only like a hundred quid, but still, I was like, that's a first edition Silmarillion. I was like, that is awesome. And he just found it in a bookshop somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there, there For was like a, five quid. Yeah. There was a um, a guy who used to come to my university, and um, he had like a special section which was just first editions of books. Yeah. And like they were like a tenner, and it was great. What? Like, what? Yeah. So I've got. Um, I only bought one off of him, but. It's um, uh, the Road to Wigan Pier by George Orwell. That was uh, released oh, to like cool. a book club, and so it says yeah. like not for sale to the public and everything on it. It's really cool. Whoa! Yeah. It's like that's really cool. I'm trying to think what I've got. The only thing I've got that's actually cool is uh, no, hang on. Yeah, I haven't got anything that's. Original. I did have my mum's copy of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. At, uh, but she took that, so that was that was so old it was actually falling apart. Like all the pages were coming out, everything. That was that's very very old. I don't I don't know what's that date. The only thing I've got that's old because all of this is pretty new is um yeah, my family tree. Oh, cool. So that goes all the way up to so it goes all the way back. It starts at so yeah, I've got that and I've got a. Uh, Family crest right there as well. <laughs> cool. okay. But it goes up to where does it start? So it starts at it's a so, uh, 18, uh, 1884? No, that's when it was written. So you've got uh, all of this French, which of course I can read, and you can read <laughs> as well because it's back because it's backwards. Um, it starts in thirteen eighty seven is when it starts. Oh, nice. And goes all the way up to nineteen sixty four. Sixty four. Very nice. Sixty-six. I've got. Yeah. Um, that's what I goes up to. Okay, if I go and grab that uh, that um, diary, I can probably find my, my family tree as well. Like, yeah, do it. Everybody, everybody just used to make gloves. Just every generation gloves. <laughs> they were all glovers. They're all glovers. So there should be glover, mate. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll be back in two seconds. I'll see if I can find it. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So have that as a uh, good little crest there, though. That's quite cool. Look at it. How many doors is he going through? Anyway, look at that. That's pretty cool. So whoever's obviously seen it, it's going probably going to be inverted. Looks like I'm switch the camera. I'll switch the camera around later on. And um, that passed on from my sort of family. Uh, passed on all the generations and everything. I don't know when that was printed out actually. Used to have a um, family signet ring, which was something that was used. Um, obviously to seal letters and stuff back in, back when that was needed, which is really cool. And then uh, one for you all to enjoy while he's in the while, while Henry's not here, you can all enjoy this. That is uh, that's me. That's me and my my uh, grandmother. So there you go. You can see from an early age she's trying to get me to play, but that, that ain't gonna happen. So she she was the uh, master pianist apparently. Which is cool. She died unfortunately. 
before I uh, got to Newer. I met her, obviously can't remember. My brain wasn't even developed. Um, that must have been just before, actually. It's a cool little book. It's had like a little family tree thing going on. See to find how they got all this information and like details is beyond me. Like, how would you be able to go back to 1387, go all the way back to all this sort of stuff? But to be fair, that I can kind of see why there's the missing out a few bits because you go 1387, the next entry is 1425. So that sounds about right because you've got you're not going to have you know concrete reliability. That's the first two pages, and that go, that goes from 1387, 1425, 1516, 1510. So that's like you know we're now at the uh, Machiavelli Borgias kind of a kind of a era. Oh hello Henry, I've just been giving the audience a bit of a bit of a story about what's going on. Yeah, I was just saying that it's it it um how can they know? The validity of all this, um, uh, and actually, there's quite a few gaps there, which makes sense. So you've got like you start at 1387, yeah. and the next entry is 1425, and then you yeah. jump 90 years to 1516. So I'm guessing going on, the gaps with each date get shorter and shorter because your um, obviously the reliability yeah. of records is improving. So there's from like 1900 onwards, it's just like every year there's multiple entries, which makes sense. Yeah. Wow. I uh, I couldn't couldn't find the family tree, but uh, you couldn't find the gloves. I, I couldn't find the family tree, but I did find the. Uh, it's pretty weird having two cameras. Um, this the the war journal. Oh yeah. Which has so who, uh, who remind me whose that was of? Uh, I think well, it should say on the inside. Hopefully, so Archibald Archibald Clarence Buckman. I don't know if that's. So that's that's my, my great-grandfather, but I don't know if oh, that's cool. the right great-grandfather who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't remember. But Your wrote... other grandfather. Um... <laughs> my other grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, the in, inside is entirely written in uh, shorthand. Okay. So it just looks like hieroglyphics. He was in... Oh, um, bloody hell, yeah. Whoa. So. Are you sure that's shorthand then? That's Persian? <laughs> or Iran, as it's called now. Um, it is Iran, right? Yeah, it's part Iran, part Iraq, I think. Um, Persia. And just like Persia. the most neat handwriting, but just so. Oh, just, Jesus. Like, That's tiny. It, it's just in depth. Yeah. There's a really, like, sad story about his, uh, his uh, colleague getting, uh, like, working on a truck and the brakes failed and ran him over. Whoa. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, like stories about washing day and uh, a guy he knew called Marcus mm -hmm. and maps. It's, yeah, I, I'm not going to attempt to read it because I will just absolutely muller it. But it's, yeah, it's just a fascinating read. And then, like, my favourite part is every. Um, so to my granny and her mum. He used to send these um, Christmas cards that he would make out of like tiny little paper and draw a photo on the front. What? He drew that? Yeah, yeah. So he Whoa. Used to, and then he would uh, like staple a, a little thing inside and send it because it had to be like as light as possible. Yeah. 
sending you and Julie Xmas greetings. Uh, yeah, over half the world instead of being able to greet you personally. Was Whoa. Like, really nice. Yeah, Arch. Archibald Clarence Buckman. Is. And then there's a. This is his tent in Persia. Pop out on there. Uh, and this is uh, the mosque. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, just this like science, uh, incredibly, yeah, incredibly like beautifully hand-drawn things. It's just mm. I just don't have the ability to draw anything like that. You and me both, you and me both, I have the artistic talent of a duck. I don't know, I've met some pretty artistic ducks. <laughs> artistic or autistic? I, I, I didn't ask. <laughs> you couldn't tell. But yeah, it's an interesting, uh, interesting little piece of, sort of history. It's a uh, my mum was tempted to give it to um, the Imperial War Museum. Mm. Probably, like, I mean, to be honest, it would probably, like, actually have more value there. Like, someone would read it and actually glean something from it. Whereas it's me, I'm just kind of like in awe of it. Well, it's it's your fa it's, it's your family heritage, so you're arguably you're gonna get more value from yourself because it's obviously a, a relative of yours. Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose so. But I don't know. I feel like I'd. I feel quite sort of on the tablet, like in the archives mm. somewhere. That is cool. Yeah. The um, the only uh, relative of mine uh, who is, is worth uh, talking about over the last uh, few hundred years was one of the um, uh, one of the gentlemen who helped write the Swiss Constitution. That's cool. Which is very cool. So, yeah. it's, so it was him. I think, it was, I think it was him and three other people who originally drafted it, um, and they. You know, obviously collaborated to have Switzerland the way it is, the way it has been since then, to be a oh. uh, a, a neutral uh, partisan in the world. Me, which is very cool. Oh. Very cool. Well, it's a couple of hundred years ago, so it's not quite as a. My family have done a fuck all since then. <laughs> of of uh, repute. Oh, I've I've done enough sort of fuck all to make up for all of my family. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's. I find it ridiculous that in this day and age, with like so much to entertain people, mm. people can say that they're bored. You know, I'd argue that's why. I, I think we've got a surplus mm. where we need. That's um, true. Because there is so much, there's so much, and there's, there's so much produced, so much to see, and I think the the, the bad side of it is that there's. So much, uh, so much ability to put stuff out that there's no, there's very little quality control. Yeah, I, I mean, for example, look at look at this. I'm, I'm an idiot, and I'm able to put this out, you know, by myself, easy. So, again, I'm derogatory myself, not you. You're you're you, you add value to this. Otherwise, I'm just talking to the screen. Um, I'm bad. Listen, <laughs> sorry. Well, when this comes out, you listen to me talking to myself when you walk off. Um, yeah, I think it's because there is so much. It's so easy just to put shit out, yeah. you know. I mean, uh, what well, I guess there's a sort of also a sort of it, it installs this sort of thing in people where there, there's a a lack of want to sort of go out and mm -hmm. search for something if it doesn't come easily to. You. 
Yeah. Oh, big time. That's, that's the thing. We we need um, which is why I'm really I'm, I'm fascinated and a, a big admirer of you because of the things that you build. I mean, the things that you give me every year for my birthday are really cool. Uh, but I mean, like you made you made, those who don't know, Henry made a bloody oven. He made a, a pizza oven in his garden by himself. But that's that's awesome. You made that. You make you're building a desk. You're building a sort of bedside table. You're you're you know, you're a you're capitalizing on this time that we've got off, and then b you're you know you're making stuff, you're learning, you're doing stuff outside your comfort zone, you're teaching yourself, you're challenging yourself. But like, I I, I feel like anyone should should if they want to do that, go and do it because um, hmm. in all honesty, the only hurdle I've ever come across in doing that um, is like not. Like listening to yourself when you say, "Oh no, I can't do that." You just got to go. Yeah. Of course, I can do that. It just takes a bit of practice. The yeah. first first wood make woodworking project I had was just a piece of shit. Like just I. Um, the the second thing I made was I made some coasters for Jasmine and Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the yeah the first thing I I can't remember what it was. Like I just bought some offcuts from something, cut them really badly with a hands or stuck them together with some wood glue and I didn't have any clamps so I put heavy books on top of them I didn't realise yep. that having heavy books on top of them was going to like make it slide on the glue and it just like just a mishmash of wood like as a sort of I mean as a someone like a, a famous YouTube woodworker who said uh, like the moment you start woodworking you're 90% better than any other woodworker out there Oh, sorry, you're better than 90% of woodworkers out there. Um, ha- okay, go so, on. Like, well, because most people just go, oh, they classify woodworking as like, you know, oh, I put a shed together once. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, it was, I, I, you just bought some shed panels and you put them together. Like, yes. it's like, but it's, I would make the argument that that stretches to so many other things. Yeah. Like, just yeah. go and do it. This is, like, if you... If, you can always buy kits and stuff as like a sort of first step into learning how to do it, mm-hmm. and like, like anyone, just sort of, you know, go and learn a bit about that profession. And, and it's, it's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be as much of a. It will be a challenge, but that's the fun. But it doesn't have to be as much mm. of a challenge that means it scares you off from doing it. Yes. Hmm. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I kind of answered what the question I was going to have. I was going to ask whether it was, you know, whether it was too much of a challenge to do that, but it, it's, uh, that people would be, you know, dissuaded from doing it because they'd be like, well, that's that's too much for me to learn or it's too hard. It's like, look, well, like learning to box, for example, like that's that's hard. Mm. That's real hard. Mm. And some people are put off with that because you've got to put, A, it, it hurts, and mm. B, you've got to put a lot of time and effort into it. Mm. Well, I managed to learn to do woodworking and slip and cut my hand really badly so and yeah. i do appreciate it the uh it adds extra depth to what you gave me because of the blood that went into that's, it that's literally what, went into it that's uh it's it's, it's really I, I forget that i have it sometimes it healed really well but good like but that's the same with anything like just the sort of what's it yeah do what you love or what you think you might love hmm I think that's the thing. I think people are very scared to do it, or I don't know. I, th- I think I think uh, you know myself. 
also you as well. We are fortunate to to know people who've taken this opportunity to actually do things they wouldn't have otherwise done or do things that are, are different. Like, I mean, we've got two or three acquaintances of ours who started growing vegetables in their garden. We've got mm. another one who we uh, don't see very often, but she started her own jewellery business, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think, I think it's cool the fact that, you know, as a whole, people aren't, um, aren't really doing yeah. that much. But the, the, I think the, the people that we, that we know taking this opportunity to do that which is which is which is awesome that's really cool yeah yeah it's just it's just nice to make things yeah hell yeah makes the world a better place if you can create something Mm. and Mm. if it if it's really shit it's like it's not the end of the world because it might make you laugh as well Mm -hmm. like i've built some things where i stand back and i look at it go what the fuck's that (laughs) it's just sort of like yeah that's uh yeah. Uh, that's a good philosophy. Make stuff, even if it's going to be shit. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I've made some, some absolutely horrendous stuff. I'd do it again. Hey, well, it's a, it's a great story. It's a great story. It doesn't matter if it, at the time it might be frustrating and it might be shit, but it's, um, well, you wouldn't be here to tell me tell me about it now for me to find a file at music. <laughs> you haven't done it. What, uh, what was it you were trying to make? Oh, God, I can't even think of things I've been trying to make. Um, I, most of the most of the mess ups involve glue, so it's wood yeah, glue. See that. Wood glue with like on wood is literally one of the hardest substances to break. If you actually got it, like if it actually soaked into wood and glued it to another bit of wood, you're not getting that shit off without a saw. Like, <laughs> like I I built a bench for my uh, like our bench was falling apart in the garden. I built a bench, um, and. Like, I just totally didn't pay attention to the fact that, you know, it's got to have, like, some supports, but you can't just have, like, two bits like that, because that's just going to go, like, yeah. so you have to put, like, diagonal supports between things, yeah. and uh, I didn't, um, and uh, my poor mum sat on the bench, and the bench fell apart. Oh, shit, so, while, while she was on it? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, uh... I uh, felt rather bad. Well, you learn either way. Yeah, that's, uh... that, is, that is quite funny. Like, obviously, did she hurt herself? No. Okay, that's all right. I, I can laugh at that. That's quite funny. I, I imagine it would have been ten times as catastrophic if I'd sat on it because I'm pretty heavy. <laughs> so those leg muscles, mate, you got legs like tree trunks. It's all yeah, that strength. Yeah. That's not all that strength. It's all that pizza. How's the run? Uh, how's the running going? Yeah, pretty good. I'm just sort of gradually getting back into it. Unfortunately, the um, half marathon got cancelled. So again, because when were they? When were they supposed to do that? Because it was supposed to be April first off, wasn't it? Supposed to be April, and then they moved it to first of November or twentieth. No, twentieth of November, and uh, that got, got cancelled. That would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad move to put that in November. September's a pretty good time, but November's a bad one. Mm. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people with just cold legs who just injuring themselves. Yeah, I think the the latest I've ever done a race was uh, the first of October once. That was alright. Mm. Mm. Did uh, Windsor Great Park? That was pretty cool. Mm. It was rainy, but it was quite nice. It kind of cooled you down. Yeah, I just sort of I really want to get back into it, but my, sometimes my knees are just like, please don't. 
You need, you need support, mate. I've I've buggered my knee and oh, and my hamstring as well. But I did a couple of weeks ago. And I haven't been to the gym since. I was mm. like, oh. knees are just a tough one though, because it's like yeah. they take so long to repair. Yeah. yeah. If you if you got a problem, speak to uh, speak to Joe. He's um because he's uh he had a bad knee for ages and he recovered from it. So just have a chat with him because he's mm. um yeah he, he he had a few bits to help him. Okay. I, I usually just go to my mum with my parents. Cause, uh, oh yeah, a, either way. She's a sports therapist. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, stop your whining then. You've got your in-house help, mate. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, go whining to her. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You get someone to sort it out for you in person. Yeah. I want to get back, maybe back into more cycling. Because, like... Yeah. Know, that's a pretty good way not to not to mess up your knees and still get some good exercise. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Although the last time I uh, got my bike serviced, the uh, the person who serviced my bike for some reason oiled my handlebar grips. So my handle my handlebar grips go. Woo, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. Like, so they took the grips off, oiled the bar, and put grips back on. Fuck knows what they did. I just they did a really good job on the rest of the bike as well, which is what yeah. I found hilarious. But yeah, I've just got mm. oiled handlebar grips. So. Uh, yeah. way, strange way to do it. I like it. Yeah. Strange way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to. Um, I need to re. Um, I think I need to get new inner tube because mine is. Um, got, it keeps deflating. <laughs> See when I'm not using it, will go down. Yeah, I, I had to get a new tire on mine because I had a, the energy kept going down. And I kept replacing it, and mm -hmm. it turned out there was like something sharp that I just couldn't find in the tire mm -hmm. right on the inside. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was good at cycling for a while. I used to go everywhere on it, and then I just, I think it's when I got a car. I was like, nah, I don't need a bike anymore. Mm. Uh, my uh, my bike's a bit bit pants because I bought a sort of cheap. Sort of steel steed from uh, Halfords at university because my uh, yeah. my bike got nicked. I uh, I had a um, quite a nice bike, and uh, somebody I I'm, I I'm sure I locked the whole thing up, but I must not have. But uh, we had these bike racks at uni, and uh, it was a quick release like front wheel, mm -hmm. and they just quick released the front wheel. I must not have locked. Um, the rest, oh, so the rest of the, the bike frame. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they just quick released it, took the frame and the back wheel. Yeah. So I was left with a front wheel and a saddle. Because it was a quick release saddle as well. Why did they not want saddles? What is the No no I took the I took the saddle. Um, oh, right, in, okay. inside because my friends kept nicking it. Um, <laughs> That's quite and funny. Uh, so yeah, I was just sort of jesting around the idea of just building a unicycle and riding it around uni. Oh, oh, when did I see a unicycle? Oh, it was when I, it was when I went to uh, Nottingham a few weeks ago. Was, I get out of the car, there's literally a dude going past on a unicycle. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's great fun to watch someone just sort of like... Oh, no. No, but he was, he was awesome. Like, he was brilliant. Yeah. It, was just, it was just like he was going to work. I was like, what the fuck? What? It, what? <laughs> so who does this? Who, who does this thing seriously? But some, some people would like, get those electric ones that are like, self-stabilising and like... They're kind of cool, but like at the same time, it's like. Oh. Do you mean the little like uh, single wheel hoverboard things? Well, like one wheels. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was a. I, don't, I think it was like a self stabilizing unicycle. I can't. 
Maybe I'm yeah. just making something up in my brain, but because I've definitely I've seen obviously we've got a few mates who've got the um, hoverboard, mm. which is a upsetting name because it's not a Back to the Future hoverboard. Um, it doesn't hover. I know it doesn't hover. Just it's just battery. It's a battery powered thing on wheels. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but I've seen. So I've seen a few people who've got like you've got like a, a left foot wheel, right foot, and you just just like a hmm. like a segue, but it's like that. Yeah, yeah. Where are they having a segue? Because they've just gone. I've never, I haven't seen one in years. Any time you see segways now is like in like national parks. Yeah, There's yeah. Like just sort of a swarm of people going around on uh, segways with helmets on. Because there was a huge craze of like you, they were just everywhere. Like you just see them like every day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, the the latest crazes I've seen is uh, in a lot of countries now. Germany's a big one. They have um, electric scooters just everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you can yeah, just I've hire an electric everywhere. scooter. Yeah, just, yeah. I went on one and like just pff, it's fun, but like I nearly got killed by a bus about eight times. So. And when you say electric scooter, you mean? The frame of a push one, but yeah. electric. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah not like a little Vespa. Yeah, it's like the the, the the electric charge ones. They just have them on the street, and then uh, mm. you can you can earn money by like taking them home at night and uh, charging them, and then you just put them back on the street. Well, that's how it works in Germany, at least. You, so you you sort of you sign up to the app as rather than a rider, you're a you're someone who goes around charging, and like people with vans will come around and collect I don't know twenty of them, take them okay. back to their house, charge them up. And then the app will say, this is where we need some scooters. And you take them out and put them out. Um, and you get like, I don't know, a euro per scooter or something. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. It's, yeah, kind of kind of cool. But Why not? It's, it's, yeah, it's incentive. I can imagine they would just be... I can't I can't imagine what it must be like in Amsterdam now. Because Amsterdam's a death trap just for people on the fucking scooters and motorcycles all the time. Because they, because of how it's all laid out, they... they prioritise bikes and scooters and motorbikes over cars. Huh. So the problem is that means they then go onto the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> so like having coffee and fucking motorbike comes past. <laughs> uh, there's a um, a restaurant in a on an um, island in Greece that my parents go to um, sometimes on holiday where the bus comes along like the seafront. Yeah. And there's like all the restaurants have their seats out on the uh, on basically on the road and like a car can yeah. pass fine and, and mopeds and whatever, but then yeah. a bus comes along and everyone has to like pick up the table. And walk in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that it's, is quite cool. Hilarious. That's quite cool. There's um yeah there's a place in um my uncle's got a, a villa out in Corfu. Yeah, and that's a um a similar sort of thing with the village right opposite that. So you got like, the villas on a hill. You go down then back up into the village, and there's like this. Three, one, two, three, there's four restaurants there. But it's like the square that they're all surrounding is probably a quarter of a size of a football field. Jeez. And see, so and it's like a, people trying to like get past and like, there'll be like tractors going through there, and you're like, what the fuck? Tractor? They haven't done buses yet, but they've done a tractor, and you're like, what? <laughs> but they do it, everyone just, no one cares. They're just like, yeah. But like, you'll go like, Right past, like you're like skim people's chairs where they just sat there, and you're like, Whoa, shit, this is not going well. Uh, reminds me of uh, a time when I was, must have been like 
I don't know, four or five. All the motorway services going somewhere. We stopped to have a picnic, and uh, we saw this like big H on the ground, and like mm. my parents were, like jokingly oh. like, "Oh, H for Henry." And we had our picnic on there, and suddenly oh. over the horizon, this helicopter just yeah. came. Yeah. And, and he was just like hovering there looking at us and we just had yeah. to each pick up a corner of the blanket and run and run off and then the helicopter pilot came over and apologised for ruining our picnic that's my call just like he was so how nice how could you sit on that and be like so yeah, dumb it was how so would you sit dumb. on that and be like yeah this is fine you're not going to use this <laughs> how was um how was Germany anyway I will answer that question when I come back from the bathroom, I'm afraid. I've drunk so much beer. (laughs) Alright, mate. We'll see you in a bit. I just realised I've been, like, pausing and unpausing my my video, so it might be incredibly annoying to edit. Okay. Cool. Uh, To answer your question, Germany was very lovely. So, uh, yeah, saw a, um, you right? Um, I can, I can leave and join again if you want. Oh, okay, cool. Alright, um, oh uh, yeah, it was, it was lovely. I saw a, uh, saw a friend I haven't seen in, must be nine years. Yeah, that's an old exchange exchange friend, I think. Must have been from the exchange after the one you did. Um, not on the Ger- not on the German side. They were only allowed to do it once because it was so popular. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, because we um, yeah, you used to do it as made as everybody's doing German as many times as they want it, really. Yeah. Yeah. So. Up to five times, but like, um, unfortunately, Miss Anderson left, so I didn't do German then. A level, A2. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. But it's, uh, I say I can't imagine there was a, um, can't imagine there wasn't anyone left, really. It was, it was me, Dan, Emma, and Bissell. How <laughs> the hell you four got anything done is beyond me. Most of the time, we'd just sort of. We were team team Henry and team Hughes. Oh yes, of course, yeah. Was, uh, yeah, that's a nice even split. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting class. So. The Henrys and the Hugheses, yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, that's just oh, it's so nice to get out of the country though. Mm. I mean, I feel slightly like sort of current climate. I was like, do I go? But. I'm so glad I did. How did you uh, how did you get there? Uh, fly. Okay. What was that like? The left-hand flight out was like pretty decent. They didn't have anyone in middle seats, um, and uh, the current way they're doing it with like the airport regulations is that they will disembark people um, five rows at a time. So you're not like you know the it's actually I hope they keep it afterwards because you know the sort of the standard thing where everybody stands up at the end of a flight. Oh, yes, a nightmare, yeah. yeah. And it's just people fighting for their luggage and you don't get off any quicker. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. really nice because you don't have that. You just do five that rows and people go, oh, there's my bag. Yeah. I'm off. That's just like, just nice. Then you probably get yeah. off quicker. 
So, yeah, like, for sure. If there's, if there's more organisation, yeah, that's not a good way to do it. Mm. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, it's, it uh, it was like a weird stark contrast to February, which was the last time I uh, I went on a plane, and uh, just no one wearing a mask, except mm. like I don't know, like concerned English teenagers. It's like my flight to Thailand was just dead so it was like no real reason to wear a mask there's barely anyone on it and my flight home was just full of coughing english people i was like like literally just coughing english people and jackie chan who i sat next to and oh yeah of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> very nice man jackie yeah I'm glad you got to meet him yeah. he was uh he keeps inviting me to his house <laughs> Mate, go. That's a hell of a story. Go to Jackie Chan's house. Yeah, but he, he he told me about the time you met real Jackie Chan um, in, uh, <laughs> in Malaysia. Why do you say that? Uh, Why do you say that? Everyone, we, thought, everyone he was Jackie thought it was Chan. Jackie Chan you met. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Was Jackie Chan? Ruin the bit, mate. You ruined the bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jackie Chan flying a me. Yeah. <laughs> Just blending in, mate. Don't worry about not, not in his private jet. Nah. Ah, maybe he hit on some hard times, mate. I don't know. Uh, who knows? I don't think Jackie, Jackie Chan would beat hard times to the ground. Yeah, I bloody hope not. Because that guy's a that guy's a, a world right. He's a global treasure. That one. Mm. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he kept stealing peanuts from me from the bath from not from the nice. bathroom. Every time he went to the bathroom, he would also he would go like round the plane and just like find some peanuts and steal them from. What is it, loose ones or an actual like, bag? No, like a bag of peanuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he was. That was what I was going to say. He was a he was at a film festival in uh, in Kuching, um, mm. at which Jackie Chan actually came to, and he met Jackie Chan's um, agent, mm. and uh, he did meet Jackie Chan like very briefly. But he, he went for lunch with Jackie Chan's agent, and uh, people kept coming up to him and be like, "Jackie, Jackie, sign my sign my thing," and he was like, "Yeah, sure." And his agent was just like, "He's not Jackie Chan." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't do that. <laughs> He's like, what? I am. What's your problem? Hey, you're, you're my agent. You should know. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, that's a, I miss the world of travel. Mm. Well, you're doing well, mate. You're a proper jet setter for a while. Yeah. It's, yeah, just sort of. I don't know. Trying to trying to see the world, but mm. I don't know. Feels feels irresponsible at the moment, but I really miss it. So I don't really know what what the sort of general consensus on people have on travel is. I guess everyone sort of has a different different view, really. But mm. I think if people, you know, if people look out for they disregard what other people are doing, just forget about that. If you look at okay, this is what. I need to do to make myself happy, to my self myself healthy, mm. and then just forget about the rest. And then you know that's all you got to do. Problem is, people want uh, everyone to be doing what they're doing, so you know, yeah, or they want everyone to be no one to be doing what they're doing. So, yeah. or Donald Trump. There's no space for nuance. Yeah, it's uh, it's a strange world. I don't know. It's just sort of. It is. That's why I like the. Go on. I was just saying. I feel like I feel like if you can if you can do what you want to do and keep other people safe at the same time and do it. Uh, 
Yeah, of course. I mean, I've got a, I've got an uncle who is is terrified of leaving the house because he's had, you know, like he has some really severe um, operations. Like the the fact that he's still alive is like a, a statistically against his favour hmm. um, because of that operation. There was like a twenty percent chance of survival, and he he, he made it. So hmm. he's still he's really worried. Um, so he hasn't left the house in well since March. Hmm. Um, so you know it's 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 not a good um, it's not a fun existence as much as it normally would have been for him, for example. Hmm. But but you know, just because he's like that doesn't mean everyone else should be because hmm. he's got to stay at home. Yeah. Because not everyone is in the same position, so it's yeah, it's just got to be a case of, you know, you go out with your own risk. Um, yeah, that's, that's all. That's give, it really, you know. Got to give people space. Yeah, give people space. Yeah, want space. Yeah, and, and there's a possibility to do it, and you know, forget the vaccine or that bullshit. As long as you're healthy, as long as you're not a bit, you're not eating loads of shit all the time. Not, not. Um, if again, you know decent exercise so if you can have a walks every day if you're getting as much fresh air as you can do if you're you know minimizing your stress then you'll be fine you just gotta if you get it you'll get it and it will hurt you for a couple of days and then you'll just carry on with your life yeah yeah uh, i pick oh yeah i definitely pick running at the right time like Mm. like actually get like some good cardio in before uh well give me a have better health if it does happen. But, uh, yes. Yeah, well, I mean, mate, uh, as, as a testament to my household here, Amy's positive, me and Dad probably are as well, and we feel absolutely fine, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hopefully it's all over by Christmas. Yeah. Hopefully, or it would just be or people would just get fed up, like even more so than they are now. You know. Yeah, I think yeah. I I just people. I think the the main problem is people have had just a long period of nothing, and they just miss human contact. So. So. Yeah. It's a powerful thing. Hmm. Yeah, I think you know we've um, we've made the most of it doing mm. our uh, weekly weekly quizzes. That was good fun. Mm. Yeah, we should do we should do another one of those. It was a quite a nice like lockdown tradition every every Sunday to have our own little quiz that one of us sets. Uh, I miss. You know that. what? I'll I'll actually propose that again because I've got fuck else to do for the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that after this. Yeah, I'll do that after this. I'll see who wants to do it, and I'll just um, yeah. I'll come up with uh, some yeah. questions and see who's uh, see who's around, see who wants to do it. We can we can disagree more about whether uh, Hades counts as a god of the underworld. Not as a god of the underworld. <laughs> sorry, as a as a as a as a um, Olympian. He is an Olympian. He's arguably Hades should actually be the uh, uh, how we was count as uh, eldest because he's the first born. Um, 
but the Greeks counted it in reverse order, but as in the fact that the first they did it in order of who came out of uh, Cronus when he uh, mm. when they when Zeus like cut him open. Yeah. So I'm I'm just disappointed that you didn't give me Hestia as an answer for that. Uh, goddess of the hearth and home. I'm sorry. I'm who, sorry. Who doesn't sit on Mount Olympus? Well, she. Well, she. Yeah, she doesn't. She's, she's the twelfth Olympian. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, she's twelfth. Yeah, she's the twelfth Olympian. That she gave her uh, gave her seat up to Heracles. Yeah, that's a weird one. because he's not first generation. He's what second? Well, that wasn't the question. Hey, hey, mate! I was I was trying <laughs> to go through because I was like, actually, Nathan said that one. To be honest, I can't I can't be too. Yeah, I was just trying to go through. The thing is, I tried to be too too clever for myself. They were like, "What is the name of the biggest mountain in uh in Greece?" And I was like, "Oh, it's not gonna be Olympus. That's too obvious. So it's gonna be Othrys." And they were like, "No, it's Olympus." I was like, "Oh, bollocks!" I was trying to be I was trying to be too smart. I uh, yeah. That's often the way with quizzes. Like when the when the question comes up that you know, you go like, "Oh, it won't be that really obvious one." But it's only really obvious to you because it's something you like actually know a bit about. And it's it's, it's mm-hmm. always the, the one that's obvious. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I love I love the uh, I love the Greek stuff. What you should get, mate, is your next tattoo. You should get the Minotaur's face or Minotaur's head right in the middle of your chest. I think that'd be really cool. Giant, massive, like, big, big. <laughs> Bull snout and these whores coming up over your shoulders. That's what you should do, mate. Just like... <laughs> I think it'll suit you. I think you've got the bone structure for A it, you know? giant minotaur skull. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, the skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have like... Um, uh, what can we have the skull? Yeah, the skull. The skull's a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That'd be a, I think it'll suit you. Be an interesting one. Have you, have you got any more yeah. tattoo plans? Uh, well, I'm supposed to get something this month, but that ain't gonna happen. So, um, well, I know I could reschedule at the end of the month. Um, I've got uh, I've got many ideas. Uh, I just need to book it in and get it done, really. Because mm. what what what's the um what's the date today? The fifth. Mm-hmm. The fifth. Fifth. Quite cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but there was. I suppose I suppose it's this month, but they haven't um, they haven't contacted me, so we'll see. Okay. We'll see what's going on. Well, if you if you had to pick one on the spot, what'd it be? Um. Well, I need to get the back of my leg filled in, so I need to get the uh, Spartan helmet shaded in, and then get two cross swords behind that. And then on the other leg, I was going to get a um, I was going to get a, a chimera down on the back, so it'd be a so it'd be a lion's head, well, well, lion's head, goat's body, snake's tail. Mm. This would mm. be quite cool. Yeah. I just keep having like different ideas, and I figured I'm not gonna, not gonna end up getting another one unless I pick one. Just uh, randomly pick one. If you want, hey, mate, if you want any suggestions, I can send them to you. Oh, I had a really awkward moment because I got, I got one booked in for Monday. Um, oh yeah, and uh, I sent sent the design to my uh, the the same person who did my current ones, mm. and uh, and I had a really embarrassing moment where I uh, I looked at it and I was like, where did I get that from? Oh, I got it from Instagram. And I had a look through my Instagram and I found it as a safe post, and it was done by another tattoo artist that the first one had suggested to me 
for something oh, else. No. And I was like, oh, God, that's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 I talked to her about it. Thankfully, everything's good. But uh, it was... Uh, yeah. Very awkward, mate. I could have got real bad for you. <laughs> Yeah, so she was like, oh, I'm, "I'm not going to copy the design exactly, so that's fine." Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I like that. I like when they um, some some artists are like, you know, if you do, if you give me a design, if you want it exactly like that, I'll do it exactly like that. But but I do like the fact when they um, yeah. they have their own flair to it, so it's not a, yeah, it's not a, a complete rip off of someone else's art, which makes sense. You got to copy that. Yeah. yeah. And the other one I want is like a dragon on my wrist, but. Oops. I don't know who to get to do is that. Is that the one you showed me, which is like the the it's half like shape. normal body and half metallic one? No, no, that was that was a T Rex on um, the cyborg kind of thing. It was like half half polygon, oh, that was half, it, yeah. uh, half T Rex. Yeah, that was it. Um, no, the dragon, the dragon's like a sort of shaded in, um, like sort of yeah. Don't really know how to describe it. It's mostly sort of like mostly shaded in, and then like a sort of few like wing sort of spines. Mm. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be very cool. I don't know. It's, uh, it's just tempting. It's a tempting world. Everything's tempting, mate. I mean, I've uh, just uh, to recap from our previous topic, I've probably got about, just make sure my math is right, two, 20 times 120 is 2,400, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how many books I got. What, on the shelf? 2400? Yeah. yeah, you're looking at me right now. <laughs> yeah, that is right, yeah. So it's good yeah, time, but case. Shelf. I've got two next to each other. So, uh, yeah, yeah, 20 times, yeah, 20 times 2. No. No. Well, turn on, on. So no, 240. One, two, three, four, five, six. No. Yeah, there you go. Okay, right. Then I'm, yeah, I was going to say, hold on, hold on, 20 times. No. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where are we? So I've got, oh. yeah, so it's 20 books per shelf. I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11, 12. Sorry. Yes, you were right. I don't know why I had a zero on the end. This fucking coffee. No, I've got I, I 12 you of might. these. Oh, my brain no, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got 12 of these 20 books per shelf. So you're right. It's 240. A lot of books, though. Hang on. No, no it's... F- f- it's more. Yeah. No, it's two hundred forty, isn't it? Yeah. Where did I get twenty four hundred from? What's wrong with me? Uh, no, I don't know. My head hurts. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm actually gonna have to do an, an, an actual count for you, and I'll get back to you on how many books. So I've got. twelve times one hundred twenty. I'm, I'm just gonna. I want my uh, laptop. No, no, no. Tw- uh, no, twenty times twenty times twelve. No, two hundred forty. Yeah. Yeah, two hundred forty. Cool. Yeah. Add another, add another 20, uh, yeah, I've got, some, I've got a row all along the top, so that's 260, another 20, yeah. I was about to say, like, I don't know how you're moving in your bedroom. <laughs> I t- yeah, I don't know where I got that number from, fucking hell. Just, what was I, yeah, just 20 past, 20 past eight, it's no excuse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I went, I, the thing is, though, before lockdown, I had probably 50. Jeez. Nice. So, so all my money has gone on uh, gone on books over the last couple of months. What are you reading at the moment? Uh, at the minute, I am sticking with my sci-fi stuff, so I'm doing very well with that. But I've got um, what have I got next? Uh, I've got your copy of Mythos actually. Oh yeah. 
What, Mythos yeah, or no? I, I don't think I have a copy of Mythos, no. Are you not? Um, or do you heroes. have the second one? You've got the second one, okay, right. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, so I've got Mythos here, which isn't... Which is the first one of that series. Oh, you cut out for a second. Uh, mate, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I've got that one. You got heroes, have you? Uh, yeah, somewhere. All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll probably, so I'm probably gonna read that because um, I got about half the way through and I had stopped some reason or other. It's it's um, like it's very good for like um, sort of I don't know. I feel like sort of picking up a, a sort of a Greek history book to sort of read about that sort of thing can be pretty daunting it's a really nice sort mm -hmm. of summary of it, it's it's not necessarily like you know every account of everything but it's, it's a nice sort of summary of the general picture so. yeah yeah no i agree with that it, it goes into i mean i imagine that i thought i knew the greek stuff really well but i imagine learning stuff about it because it's going into so much depth hmm. uh, yeah I, I think i actually Probably preferred Heroes. That's a, mm. that a good book. So what what's what does that one cover? So it's like the the, the first one is is more gods. The second one is mm. um, is like uh, like Bellerophon and um, oh yeah yeah. I can't remember the other um, Perseus. Perseus. Yeah, Theseus. Perse yeah, Perseus. Theseus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Theseus. Uh, Orpheus. That's the guy who freed. Um, oh my god! All of the names have gone from my head. Um, tell, tell me what, tell his, what happened. What's his name? I can tell you who it is. Guy nailed to a mountain. Uh, Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. Um, yeah. When uh, I guess it's Heracles who frees him from the mountain, isn't it? I don't know if they. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, it's Perseus. Him. It's Perseus. Does, does he does he free him? I thought he tricked him. Because mm. Heracles goes to the Garden of the Hesperides to to annoy. Um, Atlas. He needs to get something from Atlas. Yeah. Um, he has to get gold apples. Um, yeah. But he. he but Atlas's daughters. Atlas. Um, Atlas tricks him into holding the planet. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then he uh, well, he's like, well, oh, just actually, hold on a second. I just need to give it back for a second. Yeah, to, uh, yeah. Because yeah, he tricks it. Yeah, tricks back. Because actually, do you know? Do you know that? Do you know that that's inaccurate? I, I, I haven't really read past that sort of idea of it. So um, Atlas was a general in the Titan army. Yeah. So he was the second most powerful Titan after Cronus. Yeah, and that um, was like his punishment, and, wasn't it? Holding up the earth. Yeah, Zeus punished him by doing that, but he it wasn't holding up the earth. He put him on Mount Tethrys, I want to say, and he had to um, he had to hold up the sky, so he had to keep mm. the sky and the earth from touching, which was Uranus and Gaia. So yeah. you couldn't have because if they touched, they then create more titans or more giants or whichever particular brood that uh, Gaia was on about. So Atlas basically kept them apart so that Zeus could have no more. Uh, enemies created yeah so it's actually the um the atlas statue is actually wrong because it should be holding up the universe holding up the galaxy so it keeps the sky away yeah 
Hopkins that's just dropped out for Ooh. Henry. I can't hear him. Ooh. Henry, if you can see me, can I you can, hear me, mate? I can see you now. Oh, I got you back. Cool. So the thing is, when we put this together, the actual individual recordings will be fine. It's just right now is a bit weird. <laughs> anyway, that's what Atlas was supposed to have done. Huh. Huh. And then people, I think people just couldn't get their um, couldn't get their heads around that, so they changed it to, oh, Atlas is what holds up the Earth. From what? The big giant turtle underneath it, according to uh, turtles all the way down. Terry, turtles all the way down. That's Terry Pratchett, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> was Terry Pratchett? Terry Pratchett is a disc, disc world on the backs of elephants on the giant turtle. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Let me, let me check. I've not read turtles a disc world novel in a long time. Turtles all the way down. Hang on. What's a song? Turtles all the way down. That's a song? Bad sounding song. Uh, it's a saying from 1838 alludes to the mythological idea of a world turtle that supports the flat earth on its back. It's also known <laughs> as a. It's also known as, ex, as an expression of the problem of infinite regression. Yeah, fair play. Hmm. I. Uh, my. My favourite flat earth theory was well, not not a theory. Sorry, it was a it was a YouTube video about like someone basically just fighting <laughs> the, the point of a uh, a flat world, and uh, yeah, it was uh, sort of there's a video on the beach of uh, the moon and the sun and the sky at the same time. It's like if the world's flat, uh, sorry, if the world's round, it's like, how can they be in the sky at the same time? Which a is just a stupid point so that should stop there. But anyway, yeah, yeah it was so, so, so we, you know we're told that the you know the sun is like ninety million miles away from us and like the moon is I don't know how far the moon is away from us, but uh, so and realistically they're uh, you know they're probably both within around a thousand miles of us. No, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like it's just like <sighs> oh I'm a crisp. <laughs> well, that's because how many millions of things is how far? Hang on, let's do this so I can actually know. I don't even know the answer to some of this stuff. How far away is the sun? So the moon is three hundred and eighty-four thousand miles away. The, the sun is ninety million miles. Ish. Uh, it's a hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty. Oh, sorry, hundred fifty, hundred fifty million kilometers. So yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. How far is the sun in miles? Well, it got 92 points. So it's 93. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think you just get beyond a certain number. Uh, I think it just in any uh, uh, like just cannot comprehend it. Yeah, <laughs> it's far away, fuck it. It's heavy, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that was a great yeah, Eddie Izzard sketch. Great Eddie Izzard sketch about that. It's like, it's beyond about like, it's, it's like a sketch about murderers. It's like, Beyond like twenty people, it's just, your brain can't comprehend it. It's just sort of like, uh, well done, well done you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You killed twenty million people. You must get up very early. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a good point though, because like you hear like this person, this man killed like three people. You're like, oh shit, you're three people. And you're like, this man killed like four thousand. You're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just, 
Yeah. It's a, it's a strange, strange thing. I wonder what it is. I wonder if it's... It could be if if it could be categorised as Dunbar's number or something that was a different, maybe a continuation of that. Mm. Maybe it's a different. Maybe it's a name different phenomenon is known as maybe. Yeah. Okay. It was a. I can't remember what the um, the the number is. It just reminded me is that there's a name for a, a number which is um, so large that you can't even write a representation of it. Because there aren't enough atoms in the universe. I think it's called George's number, but I can't remember. And I, I, that might just be me making up a name. But uh, there you go. Why are you? Uh, why are you uh, Googleplex, that? isn't it? Googleplex. Google, isn't it? No. A Googleplex is a, is just a big number. Um, oh, it's ten to the power of a hundred. That's, a, that's a just called a Google uh, or something similar. Apologies, <laughs> um, right, yes, I'll uh, back in one moment. Oh, it's a it's a, a number followed by one hundred zeros as a Googleplex. Yeah, sorry, I just got just got a dash for a tick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, I was trying to find that uh, find that number. Uh, Graham's number. That's what it's called. Not George's number. There's a number so so big that uh, the universe can't can't be represented. It, it, it can't be represented in the universe. So, so it's okay. So it's it's just a theoretical principle in the fact that because so do they mean that you can't write it down or it cannot there cannot be something that is measured to that amount? There isn't enough matter in the universe with which to represent it. So you can't write it down, is what yeah, it means. Yeah. Um, Got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean that just that just makes sense because if you look at you know infinity, but surely you just call that infinity. Oh no no because no, no, no because it, it is a conceptual number. It it hasn't reached. Uh, it's a, a specific point. number. You just yeah. it would just be impossible. There's not the you space cannot, to write down. Yeah, because you cannot reach infinity. It's just a number that things tend towards. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, probably not a particularly useful number. Well, <laughs> once you get past a certain once you get past a certain point um, with mass, it stops being, you know, it stops being practical. It, just, it all becomes theoretical because it becomes it's just the, the curiosity of the brain goes. Okay, so these are things that we can apply to our life as it is, but what if? Hmm. Uh, what if so that's an interesting question mm. so. yeah because you get to uh, it's, it's like it's like infinity like, I, I can kind of understand infinity in, infinitely big I cannot understand infinitely small hmm infinitely small is a yeah it's an interesting one so it's like something like a, a sort of a black hole essentially 
Yeah, yeah, but you can just keep you can just keep dividing and dividing Collect. and dividing yeah. and dividing forever. Yeah, yeah, that's that's trippy. There's a uh, really sort of it's actually quite a, I think it's quite a complex theorem in it is is but it's explaining something really dumb. Which mm-hmm. is called the pigeonhole principle, yeah. which says if you have um, uh, thir- uh, a number of pigeonholes, let's say thirty, and you have thirty-one pigeons, there must be at least two mm-hmm. pigeons in one hole. Okay. And somebody went that there's an in- there's an entire theorem that proves that there cannot be one pigeon per hole. There has to be at least two pigeons in one hole. So start start it start the experiment again. So so there's there's thirty pigeonholes, and you yeah. have thirty one pigeons. You okay, cannot have you cannot have one pigeon per hole. Correct. There must be yeah, at least over. one. Yeah, there must be at least one hole with two pigeons in it. But that's okay, not obviously. accepted as a as an answer. So there's an entire mathematical theorem around proving that. That's such a waste of time. Yeah, it's. Uh, Pigeonhole principle. For anyone just listening, this must be really exciting to be like pigeons yeah. and holes. Pig- yeah, it's the pigeonhole principle. I mean, it, it obviously spreads to more things than just pigeons and holes. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. That's... Madness, true madness. You know what? I think that's a, I think that's a good, uh, good topic to end on. P- pigeons and holes, mate. You know. Pigeons and holes. Pigeons the name and holes. Of, name of this episode. Yeah, pigeons and holes. It will be the name of our uh, next hit rap song. All right. <laughs> instead of instead of boats and hoses, pigeons and holes. <laughs> I like it. That's what you need. Well, I uh, I appreciate you doing this, me mate. Uh, obviously, it'd be it would have been better if we could have done it in person, but we, knees must and all that. Yeah. Um, how um, what I'd probably say is if we um, that's right. We'll sort out the video thing afterwards. Uh, cool. Well, forever, whoever does end up uh, listening or watching this, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Yeah, it was a it was a pleasure recording it with you. Super. All right. Bye, audi- bye, audience. <laughs> oh, well, right. <laughs>